drowning deep in my sea of lonely. Can you give it to me? What's up, Highline Nation? Welcome back to the Highline episode 80. Did I just mix the Highline all in one? I think you did. I did. What's up, Highline Nation? Welcome back to the Highline episode 80. Trent Davis and Riley Embry kind of... Kind of back at you again. Uh, we got some uh, a lot of stuff to talk about today. We got the Las Vegas review. We got Blaney's penalty and then the Uno reverse card, the recension as well, all in the past 48 hours. We'll talk about that and uh, how the hell that happened. And we also got our playoff update. There's only two more races before the championship four race at Phoenix. Kyle Larson has locked himself in, but there are three more spots available. And uh, some guys got some work to do if they want to make it to phoenix with a chance at a championship boy ain't that the truth uh gonna be talking about our ripping the top segment got some things to talk about there gonna give you our attaboy segment of the week again fan favorite there uh you can't do that i got a long list of guys i'm gonna give it to this weekend and uh be talking about miami homestead miami the heat miami hmm Coming up this weekend. So the hurricanes. Yes. They're going to have a bad weekend. Mm. No, probably not. <laughs> let's go. As long as they take a knee. Yeah, let's go. We don't need no education. Please refrain. You can't do that. Let's fucking go. Drowning deep in my sea of lonely, broken your servant. Neil, can you give it to me? <laughs> it seems what's left of my human side is slowly changing. Can in you give it me. to me? Ah, oh, can you give it to me? Looking at my own reflection, <laughs> when suddenly it changes, violently it changes. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Oh no, there is no turning back now. You've woken up the demon. And man. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Get up, get down with the sickness. <laughs> it's get up, come on, get down. Hey, if you say shit fast, they don't, they won't, they won't Open tell. Open up your hate and let it flow into me. I've got COVID. <laughs> Yeah. And I thought it was my turn to do the song, so I was like, ooh, I get to do down with sickness. Yeah. And then it's like, no, you did it last time. I'm week. down with the sickness. I'm yeah. down. I thought you were going to start from the beginning. That was the beginning. 
I don't do the instrumentals like you Can you feel that? Oh shit That's a great part That's the most iconic part of the song That little That sound like in bed You sound like Jabba the Hood Oh Oh, me Yeah, so I've had the vid, man. I've been mm. down with the sickness. Mm. <laughs> yep. And you're probably going to give it to me. Probably. Hey, you told me to come. With 20 of my friends. <laughs> uh, Shout out Steve Latart. Yeah, started feeling like shit Friday. Took the test. That's great, because we've hung out Thursday night. Yep, yep. So, started feeling like shit Friday. Woke up Saturday after... Well, Saturday day, worked all night Friday night. Started kind of feeling bad Friday at work. Then it got better, so I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Came home, laid some pipe. Uh, Woke up about noon on Saturday, just fucking freezing cold, like shivering, which never happens. And I was like, I think I got COVID. Mm. So I went back to sleep. And then woke up, still felt like shit to go to work. So I stuck a COVID test up my nostril and that was positive. Why'd so. you take it up your ass? That's something else. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I uh I kind of started feeling a little weird. Um I think I felt well, I didn't sleep hardly at all Thursday night. So Friday I didn't feel that great, but I think it's just because I only got like an hour of sleep. I worked day shift Friday. And then um Saturday I uh yeah, I felt kind of weird, felt a little bit off. Sunday as well, and uh, you told me Saturday you had COVID, and I was like, oh, shit, well, and then the wife was coming back into town from uh, from Illinois, and I was like, well, um, your boy been waiting on something for a little bit. We're going to hold off on this information, even though she knew about it before I even got home, so Bert, your wife must have told her, Yeah. but uh, uh, yeah, I had to. I take care of some business Saturday. Like, you know how, I mean, what what did you say on Thursday? Um, absence is the... is the Absence makes the heart grow fun. Yes, and it made my, uh, my, uh, my peni grow very, very... You know this is an NASCAR podcast. Yes, it is. I'm just saying. Hey, we, we, we touch every angle in the, on this podcast. We don't hold nothing back. That's facts. And, um... So anyways, uh, Sunday kind of felt like the same way. Felt a little bit off. I took some uh, sinus sinus medicine and stuff like that because it feels like it felt like my sinuses were. I couldn't tell if it's sinuses or maybe COVID. And um, so I did that, and uh, woke up yesterday, and I felt great. Um, so I don't know if it's a lack of sleep because I didn't really sleep good at all all weekend. I don't sleep good on day shift. I sleep way better on night shift. And uh, so I thought, I think I'm fine now that you over here, I'm probably going to get it. But uh, I think I'm okay as far as COVID goes. Um, my wife hadn't discovered any symptoms and uh, she's been hanging around me since Saturday. So if I've had it, she should have started feeling something by now because COVID affects her a lot worse than it affects me. Um, I think I've had COVID twice and I've uh, I've been fine. I really haven't really lost my uh taste or smell or like been like just like all like miserable um i'd rather have covid than a size infection but that's just me 
See, when I have um, COVID, I feel like I have a sinus infection. That's what it does to me. Like, my nose, like, I feel fine. Like, yeah. I can go run a mile right now, but I feel like I got punched in the fucking nose. Yeah, so mine is, it's like a less severe sinus infection. Like, I'd rather have COVID. Yeah. I like, because my sinus infections kick my ass. Like, I have a massive headache. I'll be all stuffed up. And I just don't like my, my body hurts and stuff like that from a sinus infection. COVID, 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 my, my body does ache a little bit, which is why I think I don't have COVID because I haven't had any body aches this whole time. So but anyway, this is the NASCAR podcast. Welcome back to the highlight, highlight episode 80 where Kyle Larson has locked himself into the final four. Who? Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later, but, uh, other than having COVID this weekend rally, uh, How'd your weekend go? <laughs> you had a bad. Yeah. A bad, a bad, so it started. A bad weekend. Yeah. So it started Thursday. Um, just not not good. Uh, Broncos just uh, decided to continue doing Broncos things and lost a game to Kansas City, which I knew we were going to lose, but it was just ugly. And then uh, Saturday, Carolina playing. Florida. Chop, chop, baby. We're up 10 with five to go, and you lose the ball game. That's just pathetic. You can't fucking tackle nobody. Got them at fourth and 10 twice on their last drive, and they convert on both times. Fourth and 10, fourth and 15, I think. Uh, Can't tackle, can't cover, can't stop the run, even though we did kind of stop the run. Uh, ETN and that other guy didn't really do a whole lot, but... Uh, just, about them ETN brothers you yeah, just had problems with. Yeah, well, I mean, both uh, of them. Yeah. Who was who was who was the old, who was his older brother? Who did he play? And Travis played for Clemson. Mm. Um, he's a very good football player, way better than his brother. Yeah. Um, Thank you. His brother's the second string over there, uh, but he's pretty good too. But we uh, we contained him pretty much. Had a couple big runs, but uh, all in all, didn't do too much. But I mean, they threw for like four hundred twenty-five yards. Um, Graham Metz or Met, what are you saying? Yeah, the guy who used to play for Wisconsin. Yeah, who threw like two touchdowns his whole career. Yeah, mm. um, our secondary is just ass. Um, our whole defense is ass. So losing that game pissed me off. Um, and then of course Saturday or Sunday comes around. Chris Buescher starting fifth, fourth, fourth. He's got the second best five lap average. In practice, he had the second fastest practice time, and my man just not fast. Um, well, he was all right. He now. was fast. He was fast in the first stage. And then, he, he lost all strikes this. You could get it back. Yeah, pit crew because you can't pass. But he's like great on restarts. Yeah. So yeah, it was just it was a really it was a good race, but it's very very difficult for me to watch it because I knew that I was just not gonna go well for my dudes. Brad was fast. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Brad, didn't he win stage two? No, he finished second. Oh, that's right. Um, Larson swept stages. But, yeah, it's just uh, it's a bad weekend for sports. At least my Avalanche are playing again. They're undefeated, 2-0. Woo! It's hockey Go and give the Stanley Cup. It's, well, um, we're just letting Vegas borrow it, so mm. we're bringing it back this year. Mm. Yeah. And the Nuggets are going to win back to back this year, too. Yeah, so. they get, they get. They get up and going here so shortly, don't they? Yeah. NBA. Um, yeah, my weekend was uh, it was all right. Uh, Clemson had a bye week, so I didn't have to worry about um, watching them. Um, Panthers lost again to Miami. We were actually up fourteen nothing, and I was like, "What the fuck? Who is the fuck is this team?" And then um, Miami's like, "Oh, let me let's stop playing with our food here," and took off, and we had no chance. Uh, 
Panthers, we might not win a game this year. Um, and it sucks because we don't even have – we're not even going to have our first-round pick because we gave it to Chicago to get Bryce Young, and uh, he ain't won us a game yet. But to be fair, it's not all. It's not really his fault. Um, he's played well the past couple weeks, our defense – from uh, being hurt, we got we got so many guys out that our defense can't stop a nosebleed. Kind of like the Gamecocks defense can't stop a nosebleed. So um, it's what it is. Um, I uh, I hit a hog on, on my way to work Saturday. That was probably the the most entertaining part of my weekend. Uh, I know there were hogs around here. I mean, I, I figured there were, but I saw them up close up close and personal on Saturday morning driving to work. Uh, the mom and two smaller ones, and uh, they come out running across the road, and I'm going like 50 down the backwood, backwoods, back roads, and uh, they run out in the road and just stop right in the middle. All three, I'm covering the road pretty much. I'm like, well, I hit the brakes. I'm like, I ain't about to try to swerve and flip my truck trying to avoid them. One of these bastards, bastards are gonna have to take a take one for the team, and uh, I come to a complete stop. I felt something hit. Like, I felt something that, I felt one of them that I just barely hit, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go. I slowly rolled. Boom. Boom. You should have full throttled it. Fuck a hog, bro. I don't want to fuck my truck up. It's a Ford. It can take it. <sighs> it's a Ranger, though. Should've it's not a full-size truck. Put a brush guard on it. I should. Put a, what, uh, put, uh, a zombie guard on that bitch. Same thing. But, uh, yeah, I hit that. It was kind of fun. It's like a speed bump at the damn grocery store parking lot. Um, but I come back from work uh, that evening, and they and the hog wasn't there. There was no, nothing dead. So it, it's probably fucked up a little bit, but it, I think it's still living unless I ran it over in the head and somebody found it and got some free bacon uh, <laughs> Saturday morning. I don't know, but uh, that was entertaining. Uh, work sucked. Uh, work kissed my ass can kiss my ass uh sunday nobody decided to show up and somehow i got put in charge of uh, putting people where people are looking at me how to get shit done i'm like uh this is not my job and my manager texts me he's like you got to figure this shit out i'm like oh my god why um pissing people off moves people around because i wasn't about to do what they wanted me to do and uh that was fun on sunday i couldn't wait to go get home and uh yeah watch the race and uh at work after things got situated and uh i really enjoyed it man it was a a pretty damn good race Uh, a lot of passing uh hard to pass but it was very possible to pass um you had multi-groove track which always helps uh green flag pit stops were very important um you saw that with 17 team uh they they cost chris busher a lot track mission they could never get it back uh, and then, you know, with the cautions happening at certain points, you know, you, you had 19 team have their, their, uh, their pit strategy mistake by staying out and not able to get back to the front. I think he had probably a top five car, especially at the end. He was, he was coming fast and, uh, just, he was too far back. <laughs> Shut up. And, uh, and Kyle Larson is able to hold off Christopher Bell to win the race. Huh? And, uh, you know, I, I didn't think Christopher was going to get there, but. Uh, it, it reminded me a lot of uh, 2014 Kansas when uh, Jeff Gordon and Kevin Harvick uh, won the last, I think it was the last night race at Kansas in the spring or one of the last ones um, they ran a night race in Kansas in COVID year but yeah sure oh that's right anyways uh, although it really wasn't the last pit stop really didn't affect, affect it um, Jeff had like a two second lead and then Harvick 
you know, like 10 to go, started really eating into it. And then by the time the last lap happened, fucking Harvick was right there. Almost like, almost just like an exact finish of what we saw Saturday. Harvick getting a big run off four, just running out of time to, to get, uh, to get by Gordon and for Bell to get past Larson. So, uh, glad Kyle Larson won, I guess. Uh, he's one, he's one of my guys, but, uh, it hurt me in the pick em contest for sure. Um, you have to shock my beer, don't you? No. No. Larson's kind of like that. Like, I like he's my third guy, but the, the problem is, here, here's how we do it on this podcast, okay? We got four drivers that it that, that applies to. I feel like if I have a fifth, it kind of throws that. It'd be the same thing if you want. If Joe Logano won, would you shotgun a beer? No. Because Chase wins, I shotgun a beer by myself. If Brad wins, you shot got to get a beer by yourself. And then if Ryan, Blaney, and Chris Busher shot wins, we both, we both do. Gotcha, so yeah. I feel like that's more fair instead of me having another driver to do it by myself. Because you like Kyle Larson, but you're not like a no, fuck that guy. huge Okay, well then. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it was a, a damn good race. And, um, yeah, happy to see a Chevy in victory lane. Hendrick guy in victory lane. Uh, had a bad weekend not a for, fan. For, for, for Chase. Uh, he he was fast and practice till uh, his tire gave out, and you know that backup car was must have really, must have been a Rick Ware racing car because it was awful on Sunday. I don't think he sniffed the top twenty. So, but you'll have that on the big jobs. Uh, I'm not surprised. Um, just well, how 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 the year's gone for Chase. Um, as far as I mean, he's had a decent year as far as finishes go because he's still in the round eight as far as the owners side. But uh, he's probably have to win the next couple of races if he wants to make the final four in the owner side. But, uh, well, uh, one other thing we didn't talk about. We played each other in fantasy this week. How'd that go? You won. <laughs> My team is awful. It's because you're a terrible general manager. Yeah, I mean, I've only won two out of the past four. Your boy's five and one. I've got like the third lowest points. I'm about to say you you you're <laughs> just playing team. You're playing us at like our, the weeks that our guys have lose. bad weeks. I think I'm gonna lose this weekend though because a lot of my big hitters are out. So, but um, what am I now? Two and four. Yep. I've lost four straight. Yep. Your buns. Oh no, I've lost three straight. It I lost the first week. Now one, two straight. And then I've lost now three straight. Well, uh, here's a rundown: Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell. Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, and Ross Chastain are your top five. Ryan Blaney, uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, William Byron, Tyler Reddick, Martin Trix Jr., Denny Hamlin are your top ten. And then Chris Busher is 11th. Uh, that's your – he finished last out of the playoff, guys, uh, left. Uh, then you had Joey Logano, Bubba Wallace, Eric Almarola, Daniel Suarez, Kevin Harvick, Michael McDowell, Austin Dillon, Corey LaJoy, and Harrison Burton, your top 20. AJ Allmendinger, Justin Haley, Austin Cendrick, Ty Dillon. Damn, Ty Dillon ran 24th. Good for him. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Ryan Priest, Todd Gilliland, Eric Jones, uh, JJ Yaley, Brennan Poole, Blowjob McLeod, Chase Elliott, Chase Briscoe, Ty Gibbs, Alex Bowman, and Carson Hosever. Uh, Bowman blew a tire or got loose. Yeah. Wasn't really confirmed either or. <laughs> And Harsavar, Harsavar, <laughs> uh, he blew a tire for sure. I think Eric Jones did too. Mr. Jones and me. Um, yeah, but he didn't have a ton of damage. No, he didn't. He's just bad. 
Where do you think? 28th or 20th. Oh, and he came back to actually. Good job. Who's up in the top? Uh, I thought the race, I've uh, mentioned before, I'd give it a seven and a half out of ten. I thought it was a very solid race. Uh, wasn't the best, but it was better than the playoff race yeah, here last year. 28th. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was better than the playoff race here last year. Uh, and that was with a, a great finish with Logano and Ross battling. But other than that, the race didn't hold. Well, and you had the fucking Bubba Wallace and, and there's Cal, a fight. Cal Orson situation. Which, but yeah, I thought this year's race was better than last year's race. And um, yeah, seven and a half out of ten. I enjoyed it. Obviously, this car is the best on the mile and a half. And we, we, everybody knows that. So uh, we always look forward to them. We got another one this week. And uh then it'll probably be it for the good races for this year because Phoenix is going to suck. Yep. It was a, I said earlier, it was an unfortunate race for me, but it was, it was a good race. And even if you look at it objectively, um, as an RFK fan like I am, fourth and 11th is not bad. Um, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year they're going to run fourth and 11th at a mile and a half, I would be fucking ecstatic about it. Uh, it's just unfortunate that. Yeah, the wrong guy finished yeah, fourth. Yeah, the wrong guy finished fourth. And even an 11th place finish wouldn't have been so bad if Chris would have got some stage points. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, when you don't get any stage points and you run last out of the playoff guys, you're going to dig yourself into a, a hole, and that's where he's at. He's pretty much got to win. So um, that's unfortunate. But uh, all in all, good day for the boys, I guess, finish-wise. And. It was a good race, battles all throughout the pack. Uh wasn't a ton of carnage, but there was enough to uh, keep it interesting. You know, I, I thought we'd have a tire issue there down that last, you know, green flag run. It was the longest green flag run of the day. So I was kind of expecting, you know, coming down like five, ten to go that somebody was gonna let go of right rear and we'd have a, a late race restart, which I was kind of hoping for because I wanted Chris to be able to make up some more positions. He'd probably lose them. <laughs> he probably would have, but I wanted, you know... A chance. A chance because he's yeah. pretty... Like I said, he's pretty much already got a Although, I will say, one of his one of the restarts, he got a good start. He went on the high line and uh, just didn't work. Yeah, I think he got stuck behind Kevin Harvick yeah, or something, or something like that. Restart, but, um, yeah. Um, I won with... Kyle picked the winner. I think that's like the third or fourth time this year I picked the winner. That's fourth. Uh, so good for me. I'm up two now. Only two races left. So if, as long or as three I, races left. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Forgot about Martin though. So just got to keep my winning ways up. I ain't got to win. Yeah, I got a lot of pressure on me yeah. now. You got so. three races to make up two points. Two points. So can we I, tie? I guess we could. Yeah. So if you win. Like, get a win, and then we split the last two races. Yeah. Or if you win two and I win one without actually getting a win. Yeah. Then it'll be tied. Then what the fuck are we going to do? Just go eat steak. I'll <laughs> buy yours and you buy mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we'll, we'll do whoever got the most wins. Like, like straight up tiebreaker. Yeah. And that would be you. I'm Carl Edwards, your Tony Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, because I only got two. Unfortunately. I think you got four. Yeah. But uh, can we talk about that save from Kyle Larson? It's awful. I'd have done better. <laughs> I'd have never been in that position. What happened to uh, Irish off turn four at Martinsville last night? Or this morning? I wrecked myself because mm. you had done wrecked yourself. Oh, yeah. Man, that's blame it on me. You shit. I was not throwing you were shit. Mad. I w- yes, I was mad. Of course I was mad. <laughs> we were racing AI and you're over here fucking... Very upset. 
You suck I'm trying to get. I did you. I for. I forget that Martinsville is apparently fucking North Wilkesboro on steroids. Yeah. You can't touch the throttle Absolutely off of the corners. No grip. No grip off the corners in a fucking truck. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Who who outran who in Homestead though? I was faster than you. I just got, uh, I got into a wreck at the beginning of the race. Hey, you fucking Carson Hosevar in the did. field. I did. Well, sorry, I was listening to your spotter, and I thought I was clear. <laughs> that joke don't... doesn't work because I fixed that before the race started. <laughs> <laughs> we got that situated. Oh, shit. But, um, I was up there fast. I was fast, but I was up in the top ten. Yeah. Then my motor blew coming off pit road. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I'm done. I ain't got no gas in it. Damn. <laughs> I blew the motor. Uh, Piece of shit. It's probably a fucking uh, Roush Roush Yates motor. I was driving a Ford. Yeah. Piece of shit. But uh, yeah, Kyle Larson had a good save. He's uh, not a human. He's an amphibian. He's not a human being. There's nobody on earth that could have saved that car other than him. That's not true. Who else could have saved that? Me. Car? <sighs> Big Dick Johnny. Over he here. is a very good race car driver. Dude's um, fucking incredible, man. Yeah, that was. Uh, Anybody else they're wrecking? So here's here's where I disagree with that. The he, yes, he did save the car, but the wall saved the car. He was gone. That he, he there was no saving that car. He drove it up there to the fence, slid it into the wall. The wall caught him. He he had the wherewithal not to overcorrect it in the fence. Yeah. So he just kept the wheel straight and. When when his right rear touched the wall, it straightened it back out. If he would have had, you know, some, you know, right turn locked into it, like Alex Bowman did, he wouldn't have saved it. So yes, Kyle Larson did save the car, but if that wall wasn't there, there wouldn't have been anything he could have done. He'd have been he'd have been spun out. Um, but still, but we've still, seen him done that. Did that at Kansas last year. Yeah, we seen him do it multiple tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Except, and nobody else listen, could do it. He no. won. This is what Freddie Kraft said. He won a sprint car championship this week. Yeah, I think in his series he won the sprint car championship, the one he owns, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the High Limit Series. I think is what it's called. Then he went and tested what it. If Indy. we get sponsored to do a, a a series, the High Line series, let's do it. You have to ride the High Line yeah. at every track. Yep. Uh, but Martinsville then, first race. <laughs> Ross would be all right there. Yeah, he would. Um, but then he goes and tests 218 mile an hour at Indy, and then he comes out and dominates the race in a Cup car at uh, Las Vegas. So, um, yeah, I mean he's incredible. Um, it's unfortunate that he drives. Uh, Chevrolet. Uh, Would you rather him drive a Toyota? Um, no, but right, he should be in a Stuart Haas Ford right now. Uh, thanks, Ford, uh, for fucking that up. But uh, Would he be this good in Stuart Haas equipment? No, I don't think he would. Probably not, because he's in the best car every week. But um, Or one of the best cars every week. But, but he, he would be. He wasn't in the best car in that 42, and he was still doing this shit. So, yeah, but he... It's just not uh, he as often. Had, yeah, he only had like... Six wins. Uh, only six wins in that 42. That's more wins than fucking anybody ever got in any of those cars ever put together. Other than Sterling Marlin. I think he's got six altogether, too. <laughs> and he wasn't at, with that 40 car the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that save was incredible, man. I uh, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I've seen Kyle Larson do that stuff before, but that, that one was, was different. Because it, it, it got a little bit of damage from the wall. 
uh, when he when he when the car straightened back out, he he did hit the the front end with the wall just a little bit, I think, and uh, but still he's able to keep it going that whole run and and not abuse his tires more than they already had been abused after that save and still is the fast car on the track uh, until the end when Christopher Bell was catching him. But he was he still did a great still did, still did a great job. The only person I could see saving that car. Other than him would be Kyle Busch. We've seen Kyle Busch do certain similar saves like that before. Uh, maybe not quite to that extent, but um, Kyle is very good at car control and saving cars as well. So it was just uh, it, it's it's uh, we're witnessing greatness with um, with Kyle Larson. Uh, I know he's only got one championship, and he's got like I think this is like his nineteenth or twentieth win. He's almost caught Dale Junior already as far as uh, his career wins in the Cup Series. So. He's going to be one of the greats, even if he doesn't get seven championships, which they move it back to uh, the championship finale back to Homestead. We might. He might. No. Yeah, no. You don't think so? No. Yeah, I kind of agree. Not yeah. with this format. If yeah, it was, it's too crazy. If it was a regular – I think if if NASCAR went back to the chase, yeah, like 10 races, mm-hmm. Kyle Larson could probably get five, six. Yeah. But – not with this format. You you know, he, he probably shouldn't even be in the playoffs right now based on his last round. Um, just Brad Keselowski decided to fuck himself at Talladega, and, of course, he's bad at the Roval. But if Brad well, was... Well, he outpointed Truex. I think they were tied, were they not? No, Larson was like two or three points ahead okay. of Truex. Well, he, he's very lucky. What I'm saying, he's very lucky to be in this round to begin with because he had a bad round. He had a very average round. He finished like... Uh, he wrecked in Texas. He should have won the race, yeah. but he wrecked in Texas, battling Bubba, and then he finished like fifteenth and thirteenth. But Dega and Roval. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he uh, he's good enough to win. You know, multiple multiple championships. I think the format hurts him. Yeah, statistically, he'll probably win it this year. Um, last two years, person that won this race has won uh, the championship. Uh, actually, the last three years. No, just two. Well, it's the last three out of five champions. The yeah. opening round eight winner wins the championship. Excuse me. Martin won it at, uh, I guess it was at Texas. Or no, it was Martinsville. Martin, When Martin Truex won his championship at... No, he did not. It was the Martinsville. Yes. No. Yeah, they showed, this, they showed it on... It wasn't Martin. Pretty sure it was Martinsville. No, it wasn't. That was 2017. That was six years ago. Was that six years ago? You're talking about Joey at Martinsville in 18. Yeah, Joey at Martinsville in 18. And then... Kyle won at 19. He did not win Kyle the first at race. Vegas. He did not win that race at Vegas. Chase, he won at 20. He did not win that race in Kansas. I think it was Kansas those couple of years. Joey won Vegas last year. And uh, Kyle won uh, Vegas, Vegas... Two years 20, ago. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Three out of five. Three out of five. That's what I said. I just had the years mixed up. Yeah, but you you had like it was every fucking year. Well, three out of five is a bunch. Three out of five is a bunch. It's barely better than half. Sixty six percent. That's great. You t- you make that grade in grade school, you're failing. You're taking that class again, there, buddy, bucko. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you hit sixty six percent in a nice. you're the greatest fucking player of all time. Guess what? You throw if you complete sixty six percent of your passes in the NFL, you're getting fucking cut. Mm, that's not, not great anymore. That's McCorkle Jones. That's fucking Cam um, Newton. Look where he is. But uh, listen to this. If I said right now, if you're a Chase Elliott fan, and I told you you have a 66% chance of winning the next race, 
or a 66% chance of winning the championship, you'd be like, fuck yeah. I'd take the odds. I'd have that 44%. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so I think I think Kyle Larson's the no, favorite. you're right. Um, going forward, but winning multiple championships is difficult with this format. So who knows how that's going to go. Um but yeah, still a, one of the best saves I've ever, best saves I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Great save. Yeah. Oh, show. Um, we get in the Ryan Blaney situation. Yeah, so he got penalized. Well, he finished sixth. Sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was originally. pretty quick yeah. uh, all day. Uh, but NASCAR said, fuck you. Uh, you're too quick. And they penalized him. They disqualified him from the race, took all his stage points and everything. Um, after the race Sunday because he had a, a shock issue. I think one of the shocks was too small or yeah, I'm looking at uh, it now. Um, left front shock didn't meet overall specification specified length. Yeah. Uh, so he lost all that shit. And, um, yesterday they came out and said that, um, they were rescinding the disqualification Mm-hmm. And uh, after further inspection of his car from the cup race, the decision restores uh, Blaney's sixth place finish. Uh, so they didn't really say uh, why they are rescinding it. They just said, that. oh, because the. Uh, I know why. Um, well, I did. I saw it at first. OK, I, I got it right here. NASCAR statement says uh after further review of the inspection process at the NASCAR Research and Development Center in Carcor, North Carolina, competition officials discovered an issue with the damper template used for inspections in the Las Vegas garage. A statement from the sanctioned body said that NASCAR then conducted a detailed investigation and has restored the number 12 stage and race finishing positions from Sunday. NASCAR has taken internal steps to remedy this issue going forward. So it seems like the, the template that they used was fucked up. Which is weird because I thought they did lasers. Not for the, not for the, like, there's some specific parts that you can't measure with a laser. Um, okay. So, um, well, then my, my question is how did it, every other, every car that they did inspect, how did it not go fail for them too? Maybe Blaney was the one closest, like, say, just in layman's terms, say your shock has to be a foot long and everybody's shock is, or, or say your shock has to be between a foot and a foot and a half long. And Blaney's is 18 inches. And everybody else's is 14, 16. 16 inches. His is so close that if there's a fuck up on the template, yeah, his might be you. the only one that doesn't match. Because everybody else's is... And it's completely arbitrary numbers. But... um that's probably what happened. His was probably very close to the line anyway, and since the, 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 the template was fucked up, it pushed him over the edge. So um, good for Blaney. Uh, doesn't doesn't really matter because I don't think he's going to point his way in anyway. Uh, still it gives him a it gives him an op, gives him an option yeah. if other people fuck up. Yeah, he so can point his way he, in. He can. There will be at least one driver that point their, points their way in. So, yeah. um, like I said, I don't think it specifically hurts him or helps him uh, he's still 31 points out 31 yeah no he's or, not. That, sorry that's wrong 
17 points out. Yeah, I, I was looking at the driver, not the playoff points. He was 56 points out yeah. when the penalty happened. Now he, he gained all his points yeah. back. So, so now if he has a couple good stages this weekend 17. and goes up there and finishes fifth, then maybe you know he can point his way in at Martinsville. Yeah. Um, and same with Chris Busher. Chris Busher's only 23 points out. I thought it was a little worse than that, but uh, well, the problem is... It was 24, then it went 23 when Blaney got disqualified. It should be about 24 now, shouldn't it? So it's 23. Oh, okay. Giving Chris Busher a free point, I see. Hopefully. But uh, he's not going to do it either. But um, good for Blaney. Uh, I like Blaney. You like Blaney. So you never want to see one of the guys disqualified. And I like the fact that NASCAR admitted it a mistake and uh, gave some points back. Um, and I'm glad it didn't happen to an injured car. Because we all know that that would have been fucked up. Because NASCAR... Likes Hendrick. Oh yeah, like love Hendrick. So. Oh yeah, totally. Um, yeah, talk about a, a, a roller coaster of emotions for Ryan Blaney. Get out uh, Sunday. Ran six. Ran pretty good. Seventeen point seventeen points below the cut line. Feeling decent, not great, uh, but showed one of the his fastest cars on a mile and a half since his win at the Cook Six Hundred back in May. And then he gets back home and finds out, oh, that car disqualified. We finished last. Now we got to win. Put six points back. Oh, my God. All right. Now we got to really dig in deep here to Homestead or Martinsville. Probably put all our eggs in one basket here. What track do you think we can have the best shot at winning? And then, you know, later on that evening, they're like, oh, wait, we got it back. Uh, I was like, okay, well, now there's kind of still a, a pathway to point our way in if uh, some, some shit happens in front of us. So just talk about the, the wild roller coaster of emotions for the 12 team uh, the past 48 hours. I'm sure it's been uh, been crazy. But uh, at the end of the day, it worked out good for them. I'm glad. It's just weird. I know how you explained it, but it's still kind of weird that just Blaney's the only one that, that went off. Or maybe they maybe that template was uh, one they – maybe they have three different um, docks or, or whatever um, stations when they do post-race inspection, and maybe that was the only one – Blaine's car was the only one that went through that dock and went through that bay with that certain template, and that's why um, his went off and nobody else's did. I don't know the reasoning behind that. I would love to love to find out exactly um, how that happened, but uh, good for Blaney. Um, happy for the team, and uh, hopefully they can uh, make the field pay for it. Um, by uh, whooping some ass at Homestead or Martinsville. Because you know they're going to be fast at Phoenix. They just got to be able to get there. Yep. And, uh, but I'm happy for Blaney and uh, the whole team. And it uh, proves that NASCAR is not favoritism towards certain people. Is not or, favoritism. Wonderful it, English. It is. It was some type of English. I wouldn't say it was wonderful. But uh, it was It was a part of the English dictionary. It's phenomenal. Are you doing the DVC thing? <laughs> uh, what's he say now? Uh, what's Freddie? Ah, fuck. What does Freddie say now? Anyways, I can't remember. But uh, playoff update. Playoffs. Playoffs. So Kyle Larson, he's gonna have to win the next two races. Yeah, he wants to make. Probably will. <laughs> he probably will. Um, so Kyle Larson's locked in to the championship four. We got three spots remaining, and uh, seven drivers want it. Um, William Byron, I believe, is nine points above the cut line. Uh-huh. Uh, Denny Hamlin is three. Nope. No, Mark Truex is three. Two. Two. Mark Truex is two. Denny's points. two. Denny's two. Bell's two out. 
Okay. Well, you got it right there. You keep you start talking. Uh, Reddick is 16 out. Blaney is 12 out. Ed Buster is 12. 17. Did I say 12? <laughs> That's good English. That's good reading right there. Blaney is 17 points out. Buster I can't read. Three points out. So, um, six through eight, they're going to I have to start racing. Uh, Christopher Bell. <laughs> what do you think they've been doing? <laughs> uh, well, Chris Busher was not racing this weekend. He was just driving around. Mm. Like, but um, oh yeah, that travel. What what was his uh car again? You mean the orange one? The red, the red red car. Can we all agree? Red Sing car? red again. Anyways, red is this. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think Christopher Bell's probably the only one that can point his way in. I know that mathematically all three of them can, uh, but uh, yeah, I just don't. I don't see for people like Busher and Blaney. I don't see three or four people shitting the bed that badly in front of them. Uh, so um, these guys are going to have to start winning and, and knocking some of these favorites out. Um, you know, g- going into this week weekend, you know, I know I picked Busher. Uh, to make the final race uh, that was my heart not my head uh everybody kind of one yeah both um but everybody knew um that knows anything about nascar knew that larson byron uh, were going to be pretty much locks to get into that next next round uh and then um you know truex and hamlin are definitely the the next two i think uh, when it comes to, to who who people thought were going to make it. And, and so far, it's it's chalk. Uh, Christopher Bell had a hell of a race. I'm surprised he's not in the top uh, top four right now based on, you know, I think he finished like second in a stage and like fifth in a stage or something. I mean, he was in top five all day. Yeah, but he's only got one win this year. Yeah, but, uh, you know, and then, you know, he finished second. So it's a hell of, you know, being two points out for him, it's not bad. Um, Reddick was kind of a non-factor all day. Uh, kind of ran around tenth um, all day, so he's he's got some work yeah, to they, do. They have a problem with the car. They couldn't get the car right. Say at one point, Reddick said, "I don't know what to even yeah. tell you to do with this yeah. car. I just I'm confused by it." And then, uh, like I said, Blaney and Busher are right there as well. So, um, got some guys that are going to need to do some work this weekend. That's for sure. Yeah, I um, Aussie Bell. He can point his way in, no problem. Um, I think there's a pathway for Reddick. He's gonna need a little bit of help, but if he goes out there and wins both stages and at Homestead and finishes like third, be interesting to see where he is points wise after after Homestead because uh, he's very good there. Um, you know, you look at the guys that are above the cut line, and you look at their track record at. at and Homestead is um, three pretty damn good good guys. Uh, Byron, he's got a win there back in 2021. Um, he's probably the worst out of the three, I'd say, above the cut line at Homestead. But he he does have a win there two years ago. Old car, I know, but still. Uh, Hamlin, I think he's got two wins at Homestead. Uh, it's not his best track, but... Did uh, he win both of them COVID year? No, he won one of them in COVID. And um, he so won... He's there twice. COVID year, didn't they? No, I think it was Tracer once. They might have. I don't remember. COVID year's weird. But um, he, he won this race back in 2013 as well. 
uh, the year he broke his back and ran like shit, and then he came oh, out yeah. there and won uh, the the finale at Homestead back in 13. So he's got two wins there, uh, pretty far apart, but uh, he won, won, won this race back in 2020. So uh, he's good. And then Truex, he's got one win here. Uh, won, won it in this championship year, 2017, holding off Kyle Busch. And um, but he was very fast here last year. Remember, he's at him and he was about between him and Larson last year, mm-hmm. both non-playoff guys. Um, they were both out of the playoffs last year. Uh, Martin didn't even make the playoffs. So until uh, he uh, messed up on pit road and got himself spun by the five because he missed his, missed his pit stall. So he, from what they showed last year here, I think the 19 car will be very strong this weekend as well. So uh, a lot of guys below the cut line that, you know, Blaney and Busher, you know, they've never shown winning speed here. I don't think I, I remember when Denny won in 2020 that Ham, uh, Blaney finished, I think third, that was his best homestead finish. Busher I believe was fast, boy. That was 2021. Well, 2020. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, but then Busher, uh, twenty twenty one, uh, comes up there from like fifteenth and passes Brad Keselowski for the lead. One stage wins the stage, um, and then you never heard from him again the rest of the day. So the rest of the year, yeah, rest of the year really, really until the Bristol race last year didn't hear from him. Um, so he's shown some glimpses of speed. You know, he's won the Xfinity Championship there, obviously in the. In the 60 car for Roush back in the Xfinity series back in 2015. Who did he beat? Uh, Trevor Bain. Um, Austin Dillon, I think. No, Austin Dillon was in the Cup series by then, dumbass. Was it Ty Dillon? No, I mean, maybe. No, Ty Dillon was in the 13 Jermaine car. Was it Reddick? Jermaine. Tell me, he finished second. Yeah. Chase Elliott. Ha! That's why you said that. I was just. <laughs> He beat Trevor Bain as well, I believe. Uh, he beat a lot of guys. Uh, he, all of them. Uh, yeah, beat them all. Beat the whole field. Uh, he beat David Starr, too. He beat your favorite driver. Uh, he be- I beat your favorite all driver. All of them. All of them. Anyways, uh, Reddit's got the best chance, I think, to, to maybe that is not fifth on up to win this race. Ironic that you would say that. I, fuck. Uh, <laughs> okay, do you understand something? Your, your, your championship four. You picked the 24, the 19, the 11, and the 17. And I'm going to pick the 5 and the And 45. you picked the 5, and you're going to pick the 45 mm-hmm. to win right, the races? Logic. What is it I anymore? pick with my heart when it comes to the championship. I pick with my head when it comes to these races. Uh, I just, want that steak dinner. You're probably going to get it. I that was going to be my pick. <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, it'll be interesting. Uh, Martinsville is kind of the – it's not really a wild card. It's just you're going to have to qualify super good there and not make mistakes. I mean, Ryan Priest probably would have won this race in the spring if he didn't get a speeding penalty on pit road because he dominated the first part of that race until he got the speeding penalty. And Ryan Priest is a decently good driver, but uh, I don't think he's <laughs> he can go out there and dominate the Martinsville he's race. He's not a top five driver, um, and he's not a top five car. No, so, I mean, it just proves Martinsville is all about track position because you can't pass. So, I mean, unless you get – really naughty with somebody and start beating their bumpers off okay. yeah so um, homestead is i think this is the last track where you can control your own destiny and win the race uh, martinfield there's just this is going to be too hard to pass and you got to have a lot of things go your way and a lot of things not happen um and happen as well to you at martinfield to 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 get a good finish and then possibly win the race to lock yourself in mm. so uh 
I think I'm going to still stick to my guns. I, I picked the 5, 24, the 11, and the 19. I still I still think that'll happen. Well, you're going to pick the 45, though? Well, you said you pick these guys. Well, I, can do, do, I can do that if you can. <laughs> Jedi. Um, now, I think it uh, – Bell's the one that worries me, too. I mean, he – He's shown a lot of speed in the mile and a half. He could have won this race Chris Bush this past weekend. This so, uh, and Truex still, I mean, the, 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 pit, the, pit, the pit call. Who? With James Small, you know, them staying out 10 laps into the stage. I will say this, though. Hindsight, 2020 is easy to say that was a terrible call, but you only need race for 10 laps. You probably figured more people would, would, would stay out with you, mm. and it just didn't work out that way. And, you know, track position is huge. You get clean air. We've seen it in other races. You can you can hold on for a long time. And Truex even held on for a few laps while Brad and Denny, I think, were battling for second. Um then eventually when he got past and lost lost that clean air, he really fell off a cliff. But um that that pit call strategy wasn't the right call, obviously. I don't think he needed to do it. Um, but if you got if you're committed, you're committed, man. You can't be like, oh, we're gonna stay out here. Oh shit, people print pit, 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 pit. That's how call that's how wrecks happen on pit road. That's how you you put yourself in a, even in a worse position uh, than you uh, already had put yourself into. So, you know, I didn't love the call. Obviously, it didn't work out. I didn't think you need to make the needed to make that call because you know you had a top five car, you're running top five, and then uh, just backfired on you. That happens. I've seen. I've, I've. I know that feeling with with Chase Elliott and Alan Gustafson for years. We we make the wrong call at the wrong time. So I know how that goes. And um, Truex came out to finish ninth, but he uh, he could have had a lot more. Uh, didn't get any stage points in stage two. I know. I don't know if he got any in stage one. I can't remember. He probably did, but they didn't get any in stage two because he was running back there with with squirrels and, and Chris Busher back there in eighteenth to twentieth for. Second half of the race till the end. So, um, do you, what do you what do you think about that that call, real quick? Yeah, I, I'm always for aggressive pit calls. I hate, I hate uh, playing it conservative. Uh, Larry Max uh, always said, you know, we've said it on this podcast podcast <laughs> podcast several times. Uh, if you follow the leader, you follow the leader. So, um, you know. Hindsight, like you said, being 2020 probably wasn't the correct call, but I don't have a problem with, with taking a shot in the middle of the race there. Um, he had a fast enough car to work his way back up there. Just, uh, um, you know, didn't the cards didn't quite fall right for him. Um, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things that, you know, you don't know if you don't try. So I'd rather lose the race trying something different than than lose the race and just follow the leader around there so um i don't have a problem with the call it was the wrong call but i don't have a problem with them trying something so does the playoff guy win this weekend well obviously yes if you weren't picking him if it's not if it and he might not win but i think he'll run well i think the 45 is going to run fine uh i think he'll be fast i think five is going to be fast the 11 is going to be up there the 19 will the five be fast though i mean He's already locked yeah, in. He's got, he got nothing. No pressure. He's got nothing to. No pressure. He's gonna yeah. go out there and try to win the race. That's it. He's going for a trophy. Mm, that's a tough call because I was thinking about picking him, but I don't know now because will he even care? He'll care. There's he's nothing. There's nothing left to gain other than a trophy. 
Which is, hey, that's, He's a, a, lot of, that's a lot of incentive. Don't get you me wrong. You play to win the game. I know, but is the team going to be completely focused yes. on Homestead and Martinsville? Yes. I don't know, man. I, I think know. he'll be fast. He probably won't win, but he'll be fast. He'll I think be in, in, he'll I think be in it, the top five. Top I 10. think in 2021, Larson did win two out of the three round of eight races. Um, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, he's done it before, two uh, years ago. I he'll, believe. Uh, yeah, he'll be fine. I think the 19, the 11, uh, the 20 will be fast. Well, yeah, they, they still have, they have to run well. Yeah. The five has no, re- he could go out there and putter, putter around the next two races. If, if it's not, if it's not a championship driver, it's going to be somebody like I don't know, fucking Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know, fucking the 8 maybe. I think he'll be fast. Um cuz if I remember correctly, that car was pretty fast here last year. Uh I can't I think I think I remember. I mean, I'm sure it was because Reddick's very good. Yeah. At home good, so. Uh, so I think the eight will be okay. Uh, shit, I think Brad will be fast. I mean, he's been fast all year. No reason to to not think that he'll be up there in the top ten. Hopefully, Chris will be up there. I know he's a playoff guy. I don't think he'll win the race, uh, but hopefully, he'll be up there. Um, Harvick, think he'll be fast? No, I think so. I think Ross will be fast. Yeah, Ross is a good one. Um, He's showing a little bit of speed the past couple weeks. Yeah, I think fast series Lee. Yeah, I think Ross might be quick, but who knows? We'll see. I think it'll be a playoff guy though that wins. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's too much on the line. But uh, go ahead and get into our newer topic. RTD. Ripping the topics. You gotta, you gotta pause. No, I don't. Ripping the top. I think, I think ripping the topics sounds better. Oh, okay. Ripping the topics in. That's what I should do. Not today. I ain't got time to do all that shit today, but uh, future, I'll do that. Then I'll yeah. have, have our voice saying rip of the topics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm it up right now. How you learning? Ripping the topics. Uh, Travis Kelsey and... Oh. So talk about that for the last part of this episode. So what? Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Mm. Good talk. Uh, <laughs> Creed, can you take me out RCR? Sheldon Green. Yes. No longer at RCR. Uh, ripping where, the topics. Quick. Where, you, where's he your, going? I don't know. Joe Gibbs racing. He's going to get in Joe Gibbs' car. That's what I think is going to happen. Xfinity Series? Yeah, I think yeah, he'll I drive agree. a Joe Gibbs Xfinity car. Do you think the the, the incident with him and Austin Taylor at Bristol no. is the reason why? Nope. I've had two different things about Creed decided to leave or RCR said they're letting him go. Uh, Which one mutual. do you believe? Mutual. It's mutual and... Creed's leaving because he's getting a better ride. Okay. And yeah. hopefully, hopefully, I will say, I don't know if this is on that list or not. Uh, hopefully, they do not put Ty Dillon in that car. Uh, no, it's not on the list. But hopefully, it's Matt DiBenedetto. That'd be I cool. Think that'd be a good person to put in that ride next year. Is that who you think is going to get the ride? No, but that's who I want. I think Ty Dillon will get that ride. Be Ty Dillon. Yeah. He gets the two car because he's out in the cup series for Aspire. Oh, yeah, I agree. Creed uh, will probably go to Joe Gibbs Racing, which is unfortunate because um, fuck Toyota. I 
didn't mind Sheldon Creed. Always thought he's very talented, but uh, he goes Toyota, goes to the dark side. Fuck him. Um, Harvick's paint scheme here for uh, Homestead. Bud Diesel. Bud Diesel. What do you think about it? I like it. It's a throwback to his uh, Budweiser paint scheme when he ran that 29 car. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. Nope. When he won the championship in the four cars first year at RC. Or RC yeah, at I forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, a very similar paint yeah scheme, it's very though. similar paint scheme but uh, it is a little different yeah so championship he won it at Homestead so mm-hmm. uh, who almost won a championship I don't know Ryan Newman uh, should have <laughs> uh, ruined the playoff yeah. format but uh, it's a it's a decent looking paint scheme I don't think it's it's cool to see Budweiser back on a yeah, car it's not though. super spe- like it's not a paint scheme I look back at and like yeah that's, I, that's one I would throw back to but I, no, I just I just like to see Budweiser on a on a NASCAR yeah. car again. I mean, it's been oh man, um, how long has it been since what Harvick in like 2015? Somebody else had a Budweiser scheme after that, I think. It wasn't like their primary scheme. I don't think so. But Harvick, because Harvick started running the Bush, all the Bush schemes back in 16, right? Yeah. So fifteen was his last year so where he ran Bush Budweiser, became like the official beer in NASCAR. Yeah, Budweiser. I dropped out because the same company, but they just yeah. didn't want to be on. Anheuser Busch just car. wanted to sell more Bush. Yeah, which it's worked. Yeah, <laughs> at least for 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 these two guys talking to you right now. Um, iRacing uh, gets the gaming license for NASCAR. Yes, they do. Um, iRacing After is motorsports games shit the bed. Yeah, uh, NASCAR or iRacing is not coming to consoles. It's not what this means. NASCAR is just going to produce a video game uh, for consoles, and they'll probably release it on the computer too. Hopefully, um, but yeah, I think it's going to be good. Uh, it's going to be a couple years before it comes out. Uh, but you know, me and you did some AI racing last night. I think iRacing has some pretty decent AI. Um, iRacing. Uh, is the lap cars need to get out of the fucking way though? Well, like they're like in oh, some, uh, somewhere in the middle of the fucking track. Well, that's also because of the difficulty sliders and stuff like that. Yeah, but, it's true. Um, so uh, this is iRacing's parent company, or, or what used to be known as Papyrus. Um, they produce iRacing. They're the same people that make NASCAR or made NASCAR 2003, which was the best you know, computer racing game ever, uh, with AI, um, at least when it comes to NASCAR racing. Uh, so I've got faith that NASCAR will get this or that iRacing will get this right. They'll make a good game. Um, at, at the very least, they'll make a game that you can drive and that will work. Um, I don't know how the career mode's going to work. I don't know how any of that stuff's going to work, but, um, I do think NASCAR and iRacing partnering up to make a video game is actually going to put a good product on the racetrack uh, for you to use with your controller or your steering wheel. Um, as far as the other stuff, who knows uh, how they're they're going to fledge out that stuff because they've never actually made a uh, video game. It's always just been about the racing. Yeah, so. simulator yeah. style. And that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I've always said for, for years now because NASCAR gaming license has been a mess for 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 a decade now more than a decade really but um if you make the game fun to race with just the cars and the racing product itself if it's fun you'll have people to 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 play it and, and kind of deal with the other stuff if it's not quite as good and that's been the problem for years that's why i was never huge of a huge fan of the nascar heat games just because i hated the way they drove the racing the just the way the racing the cars raced in the in the game and 
And then the Eutechnics, I liked the Eutechnics games back in the day. They were just kind of buggy and, um, but they were fun to drive, man. I mean, you and the AI were kind of stupid, but, um, to, to race your car, like the car was super, like you could feel how fast you were going in those Eutechnics games. NASCAR, he had never felt that. And then NASCAR 21 never played because it was, you know, there's no need to, to play that game to see how bad it, bad it was. And uh, the graphics look great, but everything else was awful. So um, I just want iRacing to give us a, a game that is uh, fun to race with, uh, career mode, all that stuff, season mode. Yes, I would like it. Paint booth, all that stuff. Um, maybe some heat challenges, or not some heat challenges, some uh, well, uh, thunder, thunder laps. Challenges. Yeah, th- yeah, challenges like that. Go back and, you know, do uh, race rewinds, you know, do wreck avoidance challenges. Like it, a NASCAR game is not difficult. To, to please for NASCAR. Now I wouldn't Make say that. NASCAR 2004 again. Yeah. You got to do. Yeah. I mean, it, you got the template, just nobody, everybody's trying to do, was trying to do it their own way, um, in their own style. And it just hasn't worked for years. So, um, I have faith that I race will give us at least a good game to race and have fun with. Um, you know, if I want to go out there and race with Ryan Blaney at, at, at Martinsville, I can do that and I'll have a, a good time doing it. I think I racing is that that's their bread and butter right there is to, have fun racing and uh you know i want them to have kind of a balance between simulator and arcade because you need for a console game it's for everybody it's not you know sim- i racing in itself it's simulator a lot more serious you gotta you know be a lot more easy on the throttle brake steering wheel you can't do a whole lot of crazy stuff or else you know you're gonna wreck you're gonna piss people off and you're gonna get banned and shit um, if you were to make a console game, it'd be kind of a balance between simulator and arcade. You don't make it too arcadey, but you don't, don't want to make it too simulator based as well, because then, you know, kids that are eight years old, they just want to have fun and drive as Chase Elliott, their favorite driver at, at Bristol. You know, you want them to be able to have that good time and, and not just be wrecking every lap because it's too hard to drive for an eight year old. So they find, they figure out that balance and they get everything else figured out down the road. I think, um, I think we actually have a good NASCAR game again. It's been a long time. And uh, and I think you get a good NASCAR game out, you get kids playing NASCAR games. I think you'll uh, you'll get that younger audience that NASCAR's been um, missing for the past fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just all got Riley H. Riley Hurst. Good name. Congratulations. He won the beat race. the fuck out of the field he on did. Saturday. Um, it's ironic that you know everybody's always talking about this guy can't win. You know, I was on that bandwagon. Uh, but they were really kind of talking about it this week because they don't know, you know, plans for next year. Well, he's coming back like now. Yeah, but, you know, there was – last couple of weeks there was some yeah. talks about where he was going to go. Uh, so, um, it's ironic he goes out there and uh, stomps on everybody. Uh, wins by like 15 seconds. Uh, dominates the race. Uh, nobody had anything for him all day. So, uh, congratulations. Nothing you can say. I'm not a huge fan of his. I don't dislike the kid. Uh, but I'm not a huge fan. Uh, it's just kind of one of those guys, but it's always good to see when, you know, just somebody that's doubted guys. goes out there and, and wins. Yeah, I agree. And I'm, I've never been a rally fan. Uh, you know, he's been in Joe Gibbs equipment. He's been in storehouse equipment, um, for several years. And he's never got a, a win and, um, and top tier equipment. And then he finally gets it done on Saturday. I'm, I'm happy for him. I know it's a lot of pressure off the kid. And uh, he's coming back next year for Short Haas, so that's good. Um, also helps he's got a lot of sponsor backing from Monster because if it wasn't as 
if it wasn't for Monster, he probably wouldn't be in the in the series anymore. Probably wouldn't even be racing anymore. But um, a sponsorship and having sponsors as part of the sport, like uh, like as much as driver talent these days. So gotta have sponsorship if you want to race in the top top couple series in the in NASCAR. So uh, it's done a good job of that, and uh, it all came together on Saturday. Uh, just whooped on the field. Uh, I know his teammate. I think he passed his teammate to first take the lead early in the race, Cole Custer. So um, both those storehouse cars really fast, but uh, Rowley really had it had it going on Saturday and happy for him. You know, you go that long without a win, you know, he kind of he kind of becomes a not a fan favorite, but you kind of okay, man. He's 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 waited long enough, man. He's he's gone through a lot of stuff because his his team. You remember before the the playoff started. I'm trying to get in the playoffs, but battle between him and the 48 car. I mean, they were just making mistake after mistake each week, and uh, it was really costing him points, and it cost him a, a playoff spot. And uh, some of that was his fault, but a lot of it was his team's fault. So happy to get them, happy to see them win a race, um, and in uh, his home track as well. You know, he's from Las Vegas, uh, so I'm sure that was special for special to him. And uh, yeah, see if uh, he can. Uh, you know, he's, he, the people say, you know, you get that first win. There's a whole lot more to come. So we'll see. We'll see if he's a um, a Chase Elliott type, or if he goes out there and wins a whole lot more races, or if he's like a Daniel Hemrick where he wins one race and then <laughs> he doesn't win again for a while because Daniel Hemrick has still not won a damn Xfinity race since his championship win at Phoenix uh, a couple years ago. Um, yeah, anything else RTT that we're missing? I think that's it. All right, hit that button. That was oh yeah, about to why is ripping the topics. That is the boy. I don't need your love. <laughs> I don't need your sympathy. That was gross. I, oh my. Look away. Kids, cover your eyes. That was gross. Attaboy. Attaboy. Attaboy! Who? Who's my attaboy? You tell me. I'm going first. Yep. All right. Yeah, if you just spit half a lung out. Yeah. That's disgusting. It'd be like that. Yeah, my attaboy from old Viva Las Vegas this past weekend is going to go to Brad Keselowski. Um, Great run, man. uh, Non-playoff guy. Uh, Oh, I don't know what you're doing there. Um. Yeah, non-playoff guy. I I really thought he was going to run like 15th the rest of the year. But he comes out there, didn't qualify well. I think he qualified like 20th. Mm. And then kind of, he had he used some pit strategy. I think he got in the wall like lap two. Got close to it anyways. Yeah. And, um, you know, use a pit, pit strategy call to get up there on one of the first cautions. Um, and then held on, man. He was it led a lot of laps, um, which is very impressive, man. For a non-playoff guy, you think that's his card kind of – not packing in, but kind of put a lot of their resources on the 17 car, and they probably should have done a little bit more. The 17, well, the 17 themselves. was just as fast. Yeah, just, just didn't execute. Mistakes. But, um, yeah, Brad and that's car did a great job all day. Ran top five for the second part of the race, all the whole the whole second half of the race. So, uh, I don't think he was the best finishing non-playoff guy. I think Kyle got him at the end. Yeah, thank you, Pat. Uh, so uh, that could be another attaboy for for Kyle Busch because he ran good all day too, too. And then Ross finished fifth. So all the, all three of those guys, Kyle, um, 
Brad and Ross all got eliminated last week. Imagine if they didn't. They would have had great runs um, on Sunday if they didn't get eliminated and would have been in contention to, to make the, the championship for Phoenix with how good they ran. But uh, boy Brad Keselowski. I uh, didn't see that coming. I thought you that thought y'all struggle. I thought they'd struggle around fifteenth all day, and uh, but they didn't. So, um, at a boy, Brad Keselowski, in sixteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, uh, that was gonna be mine. Uh, mm, too bad. But uh, I'm gonna give mine to Kyle Larson. Uh, kind of low hanging fruit here, but um, you know, whenever he, like I said, three out of the last five years, the guy goes out and wins this race wins the championship so um this is a very important race to win joey did it last year kyle did it two years ago and um i think it was joey and 18 that we decided that that did it uh like five years ago so um yeah it's uh it's a very important race to win uh you got dominate you know you have a a save uh you could have ended your day put you back and you end up uh capitalizing on on saving that car and, and getting, you know, perfect, you know, perfect day out of it, winning the race. And now you don't have to worry about this weekend. You don't have to worry about uh, qualifying well at Martinsville or getting dumped late or anything like that. You're good to go. You can show up to Phoenix with a chance to win championship. Um, so uh, good for him. Uh, could be his second one in the last three years. Um, those Hendrick boys uh, that, that are his teammates better start stepping on it because uh, – He's making them look all bad. Uh, everybody but the twenty-four, anyway. Twenty-fours uh, uh, and the and the five are, are definitely the cream of the crop uh, this year when it comes to those cars. But uh, yeah, so had a boy, uh, Larson. Hit the other pick? button. This one. That one. This one. Yeah. segment of You Can't Do That. You can't do that. Who can't do that this week? Ty Dillon, Cody Ware, Daniel Suarez, Carson Josevar, Denny Hamlin, Noah Gregson, Jesse Uji, Fred Davis. You can't do that. You can't do that. Who can't do that this week? Who do you think? It's going to be the pit crew in a 17 cap. Mm. That's awful. I mean, that's just awful. I don't have the fucking stats in front of me. But you come in like third or fourth on that first pit stop. And you come out like 12th. I think it was a 20, 15 second, 20 second pit stop. That's just, that's just awful. That can't happen. But if it does happen, you can't do it again and again and again. I think they had four pit stops of 10 seconds or longer. Uh yesterday or sunday that's just awful that's that's piss poor execution by a team that hasn't made mistakes all year um they've been one of the better pit crews maybe not one of the faster ones but one of the more consistent ones um you know i there hadn't been a ton of issues on pit road for 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 busher all year and when it comes down to a racetrack that or a mile and a half racetrack in general you've never had a top five at and you qualify fourth you got one of the fastest cars there all you have to do is maintain on pit road, and you can get five, ten stage points out of the day. And then you finish. If you finish eleventh with five to ten stage points, you're fifteen points out. You're right there in it. 
all you have to do all day is not make mistakes and you have a chance going into Homestead. And then you have another chance. You do the same thing, you've got a chance going into Martinsville. But no, you fucking, you press. Uh, I don't know what happens, but your pit crew just f- fucks up. And, you know, you cannot have that. Um, you can't win a championship doing that, especially when it comes down to Phoenix. The guy that wins the championship is the guy that gets off pit road. That's who's going to win the championship at, at Phoenix is who has the best pit stop at the end of the day because you can't pass at Phoenix. So whoever has the best pit stop and best restart at the end of the race wins a race. And, you know, if Chris Busher gets there, which he probably won't now because of how his pit uh, crew performed, you don't have any confidence in that last pit stop because of the way that these guys are performing. Um, and that, that they did it all day. They didn't gain a spot on pit road all day. So, uh, it's, it's just disappointing. You have a chance, you have a car capable of winning the race. If you're up there late, you know, if you're running fourth, when a caution comes out at the end, you have a chance to win that race. And there's absolutely no reason that he shouldn't have been up there with Brad all day long. Um, should have been pit crew fucked him over. And, um, probably uh, dashed his hopes at, at winning a championship. So for that reason, the pit crew to 17 car, you can't do that. You can't do that, Chris. Um, yeah, it's, it's a obvious one there. I'm going to give my you can't do that to another pit crew. Pit crew of the 54 team. Uh, lost the fucking wheel. Uh, after a restart, or was it on green flag pit stops? Yeah, it was because I think Chris barely missed him back there. So Ty Gibbs had a pretty damn good run going, and then uh, off off a restart, he gets um, he's up there near the wall, and um, you can tell something hit uh, fucks up because he pounds himself into the wall, and then um, he's coming off a. After the caution has been displayed, he goes into three, and you see the the whole the wheel and the tire just go fucking flying off the car, um, which is never good. It's not safe. I mean, you, you saw that that wheel; it was it was it was coming with a very <laughs> it was rolling down the track at a very high rate of speed. And uh, glad it eventually stopped in the, the banking of the track. And that won't stop coming. Yeah, so it's slow. But, I mean, that's dangerous, man. We got to clean up these these tire problems, man. We got to figure out why this is happening. Um, NASCAR and teams have to work together so this stuff will stop happening. Because it's a safety concern. I mean, somebody hits that damn that damn wheel or hits that damn tire and it goes into grandstands. I mean, God knows what's going to happen. So, got to figure this shit out with these tires, man. And just a very dangerous situation. And it sucks for Tiger. He had a good car going. Had a good car going. He had a good run going. And um, his pit crew, which was the old 20 car. Imagine if, if that crew would have done that to the 20 car. If only. <laughs> uh, it'd be in a real, real shit, shit storm right now. As far as the playoffs go. Because that's that's uh, Chris Rebell's old pit crew. So, um, yeah. Uh, 54 team. Uh, get that damn wheel on next time. Yee. You can't do that. You can't do that. All right, let's go I racing. Let's do it. Homestead again. Two hundred yeah. laps. Two hundred laps. AI. Mm, yeah. Anyways, Homestead is this next. Is this, 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 this Homestead is this weekend? Um, I think all three series is there. 
um, trucks feel like they ain't racing forever, but they'll they'll be here this weekend. We'll see if um, we'll see if Nick Sanchez kills Matt Crafton like he said he will. Uh, ain't racing since Talladega, so um, Finney Series uh, they're racing as well, and the Cup Series races as well. So, uh, what do you expect this weekend here in Homestead Miami Speedway? Well, uh, we say it all the time. This is probably our favorite mile and a half, um, if not our favorites, one of them. ESPN, what's going on? Uh, uh, Care Panthers, shit. Good to hear. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it'll be good racing uh, all three days. The uh, the trucks race pretty well here. Um, they always put on a pretty good show. The Xfinity Series, uh, they always put on a great race here. And then and this Cup Car um, is even old Cup Car put on a good race here, and it it sucked at mile and a half. So um, now that you have a car that runs well at mile and a half, although this race last year I don't remember was that good. It wasn't, is because it was dominated by Truex and Larson. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the one thing I will say about this this car is that it seems like the top is more important now. So, um, with uh, you know being able to run the top so important at Homestead, now that you have a car that's super important to run the top with. Um, the guys that are really good at it are going to go out there and show how good they are at it. Guys like Larson and, and, and Truex is underrated at running the top. He's always been good at doing that at at, um, at uh, Homestead. Reddick's very good here. Uh, he'll be good. Um, you know, it's going to be the, the usual suspects um, at the end of this thing. So, um, you know, look for, you know, the, the top five, top six in, in points to be up there in the top eight. Um, competing for this thing. So uh, I think it'll be a good race. Um, I'm off, so I get to watch it. Um, yeah, it'll be, a, it'll be a good time. Yeah, I hope it hope it's better than last year. Last year's race was kind of a, a dud. Uh, not a lot not a lot happened. The, the main, the main um, topic was the 19 and the 5, you know, on pit road late in the race and cost the 19 a, probably, probably the chance to to win the race and they're both out of the playoffs so a lot of the playoff guys last year just kind of ran average last year here so um yeah I th- i'm hoping it's a good race uh, i think you'll uh multi-groove track uh like you said though the top is i think more important now this uh, next gen car than it was in the old car i feel like the old car you can use the bottom need to work a little bit better um i don't know why that is just maybe the way the car is built but uh with this next gen car i feel like the the top is definitely the the preferred line and if you're going to win the race and run up front you're going to have to use that top it's going, your car's going to have to work up on uh, up on the top lane so um yeah i think it'll be a pretty damn good race i think the the sights the spectacle look good homestead always looks good which always helps uh helps uh helps the race keep you entertained if it looks good out in the out on the on the tv screen uh, i want to go there one day so That'd be uh, be a fun track to go to. It's a long drive from South Carolina to Miami, Florida, so we'll have to do that one day. But uh, hopefully, uh, playoff guys uh, run up front. Hopefully, some uh, not controversy, but hope it's a little bit of drama with the with the playoff grid. Uh, maybe the eleventh, the nineteen messes up, you know, blows a tire, wrecks. Then you know you got you got chaos at that cut line between everybody now. Um, and everybody still has a chance to, to make it. Um, hope for good races. Hope for a lot of passing. Hopefully, it's not impossible to pass. And hopefully, you can um, if hopefully you can man- maneuver your way through the field if you have a fast enough car. 
Um, will they? Maybe. We'll see. Yes, we will. As far as the pick'em goes, um, I'm up two points now, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, two points with three to go. If I uh, if if who I pick wins today or this weekend, if I get two points this weekend, it's over. Nothing you can do. Yep. If I get one point, you'll have to win. The last two races outright. No, you have to. Pick. Oh yeah, win. I thought, but my guy had to win both races. Who I pick would be a tie, and then I'll win the tiebreaker. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so you have to win. Yeah. If if you do not beat me this weekend, you have to win outright. Well, hold on now. One, two, three, four. I didn't got five. So, two points for me, and it's pretty much over. Two points is over. No, it's four. Yeah, two points, it's over. Yeah, before. If I get one point, you have to win outright. Both of them. Both which should be pretty which much is over. impossible. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, especially since you obviously, showing your record, can't pick winners. So, um, I just need to win this weekend, and I'm pretty much home free. Uh, so with that being said, I'm picking the guy that's going to win the race. BJ McLeod. Give me the 78 car. Give me Tyler Reddick. I should count that. You know, I was joking. I don't know. Give me Tyler Reddick. You know, it'd be funny is if you did count it and your guy blew a tire on <laughs> one. <laughs> BJ fucking just pose around, finishes 30th and win. Yeah. But give me Tyler Reddick. He's going to be fast. As long as he doesn't wreck, he'll be up there at the top, top five. Um, hopefully, whoever you pick is uh, just not as fast as he is. You're in a tough spot because you, you should pick Larson, but you don't. I don't. I just, you can't say that he's going to go out there and try to win the race. Yeah, I don't know. Or bring, you know, the best equipment to win the race. What's probably going to happen Fuck. is they're probably going to try to get that nine car up there for the owner's points. Yeah, my whole plan was to pick Larson here, but now that he's won, I just don't... I don't see him really... I mean, I'm sure he's going to care, but... I don't know. He's so good here, though. I, shit. I need somebody that needs to win the race. I feel like Kyle Larson... Pick 17. Yeah. Um, shit. I got one more pick with this guy. And um, I'm, I'm going to use him now. Um, didn't want to use him now. Dennis Hamlin. But, but no, I, I picked him last week. Uh, last time I picked, picked him. Going with his teammate, Christopher Bell. <laughs> um, he's got he's to run good. And uh, he almost won this past weekend. So, um I don't know. I think he'll he'll be fast. He'll probably qualify on pole like he does every fucking week. Just Gordon, if he can put it all together. And that pit crew, I don't trust pit crew, but 
fuck it, I got to go with somebody that has to win the race. I want to pick Larson, but I just there's there's too much there's too much at stake for me ah. to pick somebody that. There's too. <laughs> you like what I did there? Oh, huh? <laughs> uh, that's going on the highlight reel right there. <laughs> uh, it's too much at stake for me to pick somebody that doesn't have to win the race and doesn't have to run good. So give me the twenty car. He has to run well this weekend, and uh, toes are fast a mile and a half. So that's what I'm banking on. Yeah, they are. Um, is that a good pick from what I get? Yeah, it's a good pick. So that's what I can pick from him too. Yeah, it's uh, it's not gonna matter because my guy's gonna outrun him. But probably. I probably should pick Bubba. Yeah, he probably should. Did he, did he race this race last year? Yeah, he did. Oh, he did? Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, who took that car from him? John Hunter. That's right. He's like spun out like lap 20. That's right. <laughs> he qualified like top five and he spun out. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, so this will be the first race in Bubba in that uh, next-gen car there, so it'll probably mm-hmm. be terrible. But, Maybe. Uh, yeah, it'll be a good race. Um, 45 is going to win. Well, he's going to finish second to the 17 anyway, but mm. uh, actually he's going to finish third to be the 17, the six, and then and then him. But keep thinking uh, that that's how it's going to happen. Um, then the nine finishes fourth. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I don't really give a shit what happens behind <laughs> behind that. But um, yeah, uh, make sure you uh, tell your family, your friends, your enemies about oh, the podcast. Um, make sure you follow us on LinkedIn. Twitter, uh, Feet Finder, um, BlackPeopleMeet.com, Farmers Only, and uh, yeah, this is we we all have accounts with these companies. And, uh, collapsed Anus Support Club. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you ain't never been on no I have not support club no org. I don't know how to type that how much, <laughs> that much. oh yeah. man but yeah guys you want to seriously tell them where to go go to YouTube at the Highline mm-hmm. go to Instagram at the Highline podcast nope official it's like New Hampshire and Homestead yeah. you get t- the Instagram and the TikTok flipped yeah, so it's the Highline official on Insta and then TikTok's Highline podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on there. Show us to your friends, your family, your enemies, your dog. Uh, keep the hamster. Playing. Yeah, keep us playing in the background and always remember Give us one a- thing: go Cox, go Tigers, go Cox. <laughs>